Hi guys and welcome to our podcast, Seven Games, One Cup, where we will be following Germany's campaign to the World Cup final, hopefully, in Qatar. My name's Lily. And I'm Kelly. I'm from Germany. And today we're going to talk about what went wrong in 2018, um, how Germany's group is and what we think Germany's chances are through the World Cup and our general prediction. And hopefully at the end, Kelly will allow me to give her a quiz and see how much of a true German she is. Maybe. Okay. So if you haven't already noticed, there's a double meaning in our podcast title. So it's seven games, one cup. And in 2014, in the semi-finals, Germany beat Brazil 7-1. And also, in order to win the trophy, you have to win seven games. There Brilliant. Okay, so what do you think went wrong in 2018? It sounds weird, but I'd say everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, obviously, after 2014, the expectations were really high on Germany. Everyone was like... A lot of pressure on them. Exactly. Then um, it was a kind of a new team. It was a young team. They didn't really know each other much yet. Yeah. Obviously, you always get these Bayern players that know each other. But other than that... Half the team being Bayern, but they don't know each other. <laughs> you know, but they were just... I'd say it was a bit too early to put such a young team together with not enough experience on yeah. the pitch. Um, then key players like Hummels back then uh, were injured. Yeah. And he injured himself in the second game against Sweden. Um, so he missed the last actually important game. Yeah. And... Because they did win the game against Sweden, didn't they? They did. That was the only one they won. Yeah. But the thing is, the game afterwards, who was it against? Uh, South Korea. Yeah. It was embarrassing. I have to say, honestly. My mum went up and started playing in midfield for the last like 10 minutes. Well, you have to. It was all to like you had nothing to lose. Yeah, true. You're going to say that. You had nothing to lose. But. Yeah. Well, also, there was some division in the dressing room. Like, yes. Seems very cool. Um, so I don't know if any any of you guys actually know about this, but Uziel and Gundogan yeah. uh, did go to Turkey's President Erdogan. A few weeks before the World Cup started, I think, and obviously Erdogan is a president, highly controversial, I'd say. Yeah. Um, so obviously, for ex- especially Hummels had a really big issue with them doing that, obviously, yeah. because I don't know, in Germany in general, we don't really look up high to Erdogan itself. Um, and then two German Turkish players going to him, yeah, having a little chat. It's a bit like a betrayal. It is, no, definitely. So close to the World Cup as well. Yeah, uh, especially... A rift in the dressing room. Yeah, no, definitely. I feel like um, there was too many young players and then the older players... They did... should be setting an example, shouldn't they? Yeah, and they and were arguing. They were it was no, It was no team feeling. Yeah, and lack I feel of like... spirit. <laughs> and after the 2014 World Cup, you'd expect more, wouldn't you? Exactly. Um... Yeah, so I think it was just a lot of pressure, a two, like a team which is way too young, and there are all the people in there who should have set an example, yeah. had to sort out their own stuff, and it was just, everything went it wrong. It seems like everyone everything. was a bit preoccupied. Yeah, no, definitely, you, thinking 100%. about things other than the game, which should be at the top of their priorities. Exactly. So we hope this year it's going to be better. Yeah. Okay, and then the next topic we want to talk about is Germany's group in this World Cup. So we have Spain, obviously Germany, we have Costa Rica and Japan. Now I'd say it's almost certain that they'll get through that group. But you never know. You never know. After four years ago, I'm not going to be too sure. No, No, but to be fair, if you look at Germany's games, um, they won yesterday against Oman 1-0. Obviously good to win a game directly before the World Cup. Definitely good for team spirit. Would you say it is a good win? I mean, you kept a clean sheet and you won the game, but 1-0 against Oman. I didn't even know they had a national team. <laughs> so winning 1-0, obviously it's good because it's a win. Like in the World Cup, if you win, you get three points. And then if you win, you knock people out. But 1-0 to Oman doesn't fill me with much hope, except mm-hmm. for the fact that they didn't play their strongest eleven. Yeah. They did play some of their No, they did like play. Havertz was playing, I know that. Um, I'd say... The game itself, it wasn't the best game. We can yeah. be all honest about that. Uh, still, no matter, I think no matter what game you win before World Cup as a team, 
I feel like it does give you that team spirit and yeah. it's going to give you that backup being like, oh yeah, we can win other games. We yeah. won this. Motivates you. Like, yeah, and also for Noya, kept a clean sheet. Exactly. Um, He's going to be confident now. He better like, be. Like he wouldn't be anyway. It's probably going to be his last have... World Cup. So yeah, exactly. he's probably going to do everything he can to hold that trophy again. Mm. And what do we think about, I think, Germany-Spain's a massive game. Oh, I'm really excited for that one to come up. Because I'm not going to lie, I think Spain have missed out some big names in their squad. They didn't pick Sergio Ramos, they didn't pick Thiago. Yeah. Like, it, it was players. It's a very youthful squad. They didn't pick David De Gea. <laughs> they picked, like, David Raya and Robert Sanchez instead of David De Gea or Kepa. I think Kepa might be injured, though. I don't know. I'm not too sure about that one. But, um, yeah, taking Ramos and all that not with, I feel like it's a clear statement that they are for youth. Yeah. I don't know how old he is exactly, but he's in his 30s, the 30s, isn't he? Mm. Um, yeah, but I don't know. I don't know if it's a good shout. I feel like you always need these experienced players. The thing is, they've gone for big names with like Pedri and Gavi, but yeah. are they experienced enough for this sort of tournament without the help of people like Ramos, like Thiago, mm. who are going to come with the experience, come with the like calmness and... I don't know, leadership on the pitch. Yeah. Because I don't think Pedri and Gabby have much leadership <laughs> skills right now. No, I don't think so, because in their teams, they don't. Yeah. And then I don't think they're going to have for the Spanish national team. I yeah. So, I don't know, like, do you think Germany could have a chance to win that game? I think so. I think there's definitely more experience in the German side. Yeah, because I, I'd say, if you look at it, it's a similar squat to four years ago yeah. and obviously four years ago it went terribly wrong so it can only get better yeah the only way is up yeah and they obviously since then they had um the euros yeah. where they kind of came far i'd say it was all right quarterfinals yeah, against England. wasn't it quarterfinal no it was round 16 oh and uh yeah yeah sorry um, but yeah no i think they've definitely improved since 2018 Obviously, recently they played England and it was 3-3. I thought that was a great game. Yeah, that was amazing. And if they play like that, they can threat, threaten most teams. Yeah. And also, I wanted to say someone who I thought has broken through in the last four years, Antonio Rudiger. Oh, he's playing amazing. Your defence is so strong if you have him in, especially like pace-wise. He's so strong. Like, I know you're missing Hummels, but you still have an amazing centre-back in Rudiger. I was really worried about our defence, though, yeah. at first, because obviously you got uh, Rudiger, and for me, Hummels was, like, a set player to play. Mm-hmm. Um, so it got a bit tricky afterwards. Who do you put in the back? But with Rudiger, I think we have great player. I think Sula, if he's getting his form back, he can he can be good. I think Sula could be good. I don't think his team's playing very well at the no, moment, Dortmund. It, it's a it's going up and down with Dortmund. Yeah. They either have a really, really good, strong just game. Inconsistent. Yeah. It definitely inconsistency if yeah. you I mean their game against Munchen Gladbach <laughs> was awful. Five one against their so rivals. Bad. That's and, it's it's awful. And it wasn't even like Gladbach were playing that good football. No, they were just, were just defensive bad. errors. Yeah. It was so bad. Yeah, so... Um, but I do fans. think Sula, if you mix Sula and Rudiger, you've got two very different types of centre-backs, yeah. so it's good, because Rudiger's got pace, and Sula's got masses of strength. He's so big. So, yeah, <laughs> he's massive. So working together, I think that could work really well, Yeah. as long as there's communication. No, definitely. And um, so we think that Germany will get out of the group. So do you think they'll finish first or second? Um, I think... It all depends on the Spain game. Yeah. Um, I obviously hope that they're going to finish first. It's just easier to get in the round of 16 then. Yeah. Probably the easier country to play against then. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd say we should win against, against Costa Rica and Japan. Mm-hmm. For me, that's a must. You don't think Takumi Minamino and Tomiyasu no. and Mitoma might affect you? <laughs> no, I hope not. No, obviously I don't want to. Gonna be... I'm, I'm ready for a big upset with Japan. I think they're going to do well. Japan? Yeah. Do you reckon they're going to be like... I don't think they're going to qualify for round of 16, but I think they could hold some people to a draw, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like Costa Rica is definitely going to finish last in the group. Oh, yeah. They're just going to be conceding so many goals. Mm-hmm. Especially because, like, there's a lot of German attackers who could easily sort like, Gnabry. Oh, God. The German attackers team. That's it's terrifying. Good. It's No, it's good. Sane. <laughs> 
Musiala. Havertz can play with him. Musiala. He's our underrated player for yeah. the whole tournament. Yeah, we say, think he might. I think he might win Young Player of the Tournament. He deserves it. I mean, whoever of you guys follows Bayern Munich and their games, he scores like at least once a game at this moment. Yeah. Right? No, he's playing amazing. Then with Gnabry in the front. Yeah. There's also that chemistry because they've got like Gnabry, yeah. Musiala. Uh, Sane, Muller. What about the midfield as well? Together, Goretzka, Kimmich. Bayern, Bayern's chemistry will really help you guys, I think. Yeah, it will. I, I'm pretty positive it will help us 2014 as well. Yeah. Um, That's so true. Especially that 7-1 game. Yeah. There was so much chemistry because you guys just know how to work with each other. Like with exactly. the goals, you know where each other are. You're just moving around with the ball really easily because you're used to that possession game. Yeah, it's Bayern. not that... It, that's the thing, obviously, you've got to get used to a few new players, or Bayern Munich needs to get used to a few new players. Yeah. But let's be straight, in the 11 that Flick's probably going to put on the pitch, there's going to be about four or five players Bayern just players. from Bayern Munich. Yeah. So. Didn't even think about Neuer as well. Yeah, no, he, he's, he's there. He's used to the runs that the attackers make if he wants yeah. to do a quick goal kick over. Makes me realise that Bayern Munich doesn't have any defenders that are German. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually so true. So yeah, I think I think Germany will get out of the group pretty easily. Definitely. And I if think... they don't, then we're just not gonna make any more of the podcast. So hopefully <laughs> we do. Yeah, exactly. We need to we need to keep our series going now. Yeah. But I'd say it's gonna be Spain, Germany, Japan, Costa Rica. What's your prediction? You think Spain's gonna win the group? Yeah. I agree. And as much as I said about it being a youthful team, I think they're a very talented team. So I would oh, put talented. I would put Spain top of the group. But as long as Germany get through, we've got more podcasts to make, so I'm happy either way. They better get through now. Yeah. <laughs> so now we're going to do our predictions for the tournament as a whole. So I've got the groups here, and we're going to go through them and put them in order, and then we'll do the knockout phases. Yeah. Okay, so in group one, obviously the first fixture of the tournament on Sunday is Qatar-Ecuador, and then the other two teams in that group is Senegal and the Netherlands. For me, there's a clear winner to the group, but they're also known to get quite like bad games in big tournaments. So I put Netherlands top. I do as well. Yeah. Kind of funny though. I don't think they actually qualified for the last two World Cups. No, they haven't. They haven't. And so. also in the Euros, they got knocked out by Czech Republic in the round of 16. Yeah. Lost 2-0. It's going to be interesting. Um, I don't know too much about the Netherlands team. Obviously, they got their key players yeah so there's a couple you could list off that will probably have an impact i'd say van dyke, van dyke definitely. Depay. they do have good players which they is... are missing one of their key players though Who in wijnaldum even though you wouldn't call him a key player at club level in the netherlands he scores so many goals mm-hmm. and he's also because he's been there for so long like he played in the world cup i think it was 20 he was definitely in 2014 when they played against Argentina, I was watching a clip of it last night. He was playing in that and he played very well. But um, yeah, he's been around in their national team for a long time. So it's a big miss for them. Yeah. But they definitely have a lot of talent. I mean, they've got endless centre-back options. They've got Van Dijk, De Ligt, De Vrij, It's really Ake, good. Ake. Hence why you got to think, how did they not make it in the World Cup I the know. past two times? It's crazy. And for me, I don't have an answer to that. So if you guys... Have an answer on that. Let us know, please. Because I can't explain it to myself. With yeah. that kind of a squad, how can you miss out on the World Cup? I know. And they create so much talent all the time. Yeah. And you look at their history. They've got Hullet and everyone. And they just can't get through. Van Persie. And they haven't done well recently. So hopefully they can do a bit better now. But um, also Senegal. I was looking at them and thinking they could possibly come first in that group. But now that they've confirmed Mane's injured for the whole tournament as well. They originally said just for the group stage. But now they said the whole tournament. So I don't think that they're going to do much. Like, I think they'll get through the group, but I don't think they'll do much in the way of, like, knockout phases. Yeah. Especially with the teams that they're supposed to come up against. I think Mane would have been that player. I think they will still play well, but I think Mane was, like, the cherry on the cake. Mm -hmm. Like, the one who was going to get them through the game. Score the goals. Score the goals, make the difference. And then obviously we have Ecuador and Qatar. I don't think the third and fourth places really matter which way we put them round, but I'd put Qatar bottom. Same, definitely. I mean, obviously it's kind of sad because obviously Qatar 
it's where they are published this year. Yeah. But they just don't, I, I don't, when I looked at their squad, I didn't know any of the players. They mm-hmm. have their, they have their star players, but yeah. they're in Qatar, you know, so it's not really anything global going on. You don't really know anyone from that squad. I've seen a few games, technique. I've seen one game and they lost 5-0. Yeah. But also, this is their first World Cup. It's a big thing for them. So maybe they'll, I don't know, score a couple goals, get get excited. Yeah. There'll be a lot of their fans in the stadium, especially for the first game against Ecuador. I don't like that that's the first game of the whole tournament because it's such a poor fixture. <sighs> but we'll see. But I do think Ecuador will beat them. Yeah. I, they should. I, They've I, got I, quite a few big names here in Brighton. Esther Pinion, Caicedo. You know, they've got, they got some good talent, some Premier League players. I I'm certain Moises Caicedo will run rings about around the Qatar defence. Mm. So I put Ecuador third. Yeah, and then Qatar sadly last, but bowing out early. Unlike Russia in the last tournament, obviously they were hosting. I'm pretty sure they got to like quarterfinals. Quarterfinals, I yeah. think it was, yeah. No, they played good football, you're gonna say they that. Did. Because they I don't... scored a lot of goals. I remember they won one game five 0 I'm pretty yeah. sure. But yeah, anyway, so should we move on to group B? which is my beloved England. <laughs> and obviously we have Wales in that group as well, which is kind of worrying for me because I feel like anytime we have a game against another team from the UK, it's always like a really cagey, boring game. And um, it usually ends in a draw or us losing. <laughs> like, especially like in the Euros just recently, obviously we had Scotland in our group and that ended nil-nil. Scotland played better than us. I'm yeah, I, was I, I watched that game. It. it was a bit... Oh, it was a bit shameful, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it was awful. The talent we had on the pitch and the man of the match for that game was Billy Gilmore. It's embarrassing. <laughs> and the other two teams in that group are USA, which I think will be a great game atmosphere-wise, and also um, Iran, who I think they get slandered a lot, but they actually have a couple good players. I still think they're going to finish last in the group. Oh, I've put the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> I have put the bottom, but I think they, they'll be a bit of a surprise that they'll be better defensively than you think like people are saying well England beat Iran 5-0 I don't think that's going to happen I think we might win like 1-0 2-0 yeah as long as we win I don't mind and long, yeah obviously star country in that in group B definitely is going to be England oh yeah if, if, they, England, if England don't win this group yeah if, if they, they don't, don't get out of this group oh my god <laughs> if they don't win this group I'll be upset because that that doesn't bode well for the rest of the tournament exactly. but I have I have put England first as, no, I did too, because England, just if you look at their squad, I feel like even if you would show it, like that squad, if you'd show it to a, a non-fan of football, mm-hmm. they'd know at least five, six players. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, crazy. like Harry Kane, Marcus Rashford, yeah. all those big names that are just like so well known and there's so much talent. And there's a good, I think there's a good balance of youth and experience. Definitely. There's, I think there's like five or six players, maybe even more, who were at the previous World Cup. Actually, I think it might be seven or eight. And there's also loads of people making their debuts and a lot of different types of talent, especially, I think, in the midfield. Like, there's Bellingham, there's Rice, there's Mount, there's Phillips, there's Madison. I'm so glad Madison got into the squad. <laughs> Do you reckon he's going to play, though? Not this weekend. Well, not on Monday, because he um, has that minor injury yeah. from the Leicester game last week. But at least he's still there. I mean, with Mount in the centre, you can't really do much wrong. But... True. But... I think what happened in the Euros was Mount started for us and then he ended up getting dropped for a couple games. Yeah. That's when they brought in Saka. And then Saka played well and ended up playing every game of the tournament after that. So, I mean, it's anyone's game, really. If you break through and you start playing well, you could stay in the team for the whole yeah, time. No. All it takes is for Madison to be subbed on for 20 minutes. <laughs> if he has an absolute worldie of the 20 minutes, you could be in the team from then on in until the end of the tournament or until we get knocked out. Yeah, if you impress, right. then you get to play. It's yeah, exactly. Because yeah. in knockout football, you have to pick people who are playing well at that moment in time, people who are in. Obviously, even if you've got that star players, key players, if they don't perform, then they're out. Yeah. It's as easy as that. You want to give people a chance or players a chance to actually have their potential, are in top form, and can just play against everyone, I guess. Exactly. And... They need to be reliable. Yeah. Yeah. So for the rest of the group, I put USA second. Same. Wales third. And Iran fourth. I agree with that. I'm sorry to all my Welsh friends. I have a few. But I just don't (laughs) think you have the quality to get through this group. Not that I think there's much difference between them and USA. 
But I think it would come down to something like goal difference, and I think that Wales won't score as many yeah. goals as USA. I mean, Bale isn't the same anymore as well. He's, yeah, he's getting older, and I'd say that was their one key player that everyone... Yeah, I mean, there's a couple obviously... names like Kiefer Moore. Yeah. I'd say Nico Williams has been performing relatively well this season for Nottingham Forest. I'd say Brennan Johnson's been okay. There's no one that really jumps out at me. Yeah, no. Even like Aaron Ramsey, has he done much for Nice? I don't no. think so. Not really. So I'm going to put Wales third, USA to qualify, and around bottom. Perfect. Okay. Moving on to Group C, we've got a big hitter. Argentina. Messi. These could potentially win the whole thing, I'd say. Messi. And the rest of the groups are Saudi Arabia, Poland, and Mexico. So obviously I'd put Argentina to top that group. I mean, there's no one that really Messi never close. won a World Cup though, did he? No. And this will be his last. His last, one. definitely. He's getting old. That yeah. man's getting old. <laughs> he is getting old, and he, but he's not getting that bad. Like he's, he's still not playing, playing bad. Very well. Um, I I still believe that he's playing definitely on a level where he can win the World Cup. Oh yeah, for sure. They played a friendly the other day and they won five 0 I can't remember who it was against. Don't know. But he scored. He got two assists. He's playing out of his skin. Yeah. Di Maria's playing amazingly. And they've got the young striker Alvarez. They've got so many good attacking options. They're dangerous. And then they've got people like Christian Romero from Tottenham at the back, who's insane. So I've definitely put Argentina to win oh, that group. thousand percent. And then I don't know how you feel about this, but I put Mexico second. Me too. Okay. Because a lot of people I've been speaking to have been putting Poland second. Poland? Because, because of Lewandowski, but then I'm like, who else? Who Matty else? Cash. No, that's the thing. Um, Lewandowski, obviously he left Bayern. Yeah. Um... He was always a really good player. I don't really watch Spanish football that often, so I can't really tell which form he's at the moment. I think he shows off his class a lot in the Spanish game mm-hmm. because I think it is a downgrade to go from Bayern to Barcelona right now. Yeah. And he does stand out as a player who is better than a lot of the people yeah. on the pitch. Although he did get sent off the other day. Oh, I, I saw that. Yeah. Um. No, but obviously, like, he's a good striker. He always was. Um, but if you don't have anyone around you to actually give you the balls, give you the opportunities to score goals, yeah. then you're kind of lost in that group. Yeah, like I do team. think there's a lack of forward talent yeah. in the Polish squad. So, And that in Mexico, you know that they're going to be fast-paced, attacking football. They've got people like Jimenez. They've got people who are good in defence. I think their goalkeeper, although uh, their goalkeeper, Ochoa, I've only ever seen him play in the World Cup because he plays in Mexico. And I everybody always says he only ever comes out to play in World Cups and he just goes into hiding for four years. But he delivers. But he always plays well. So I've put Mexico to come second, Poland third, and Saudi Arabia Arabia fourth. Yeah. I don't think they're gonna much said there. I would even say they're gonna lose every game. Yeah. It's sad, but it's their the goal way it difference is. is gonna be very low. And then on to Group D, Ooh, the previous France. winners trying to retain their trophy. I don't think so. I don't think they've got it in them this time. Their midfield is lacking a little bit. I mean, Kante and Pogba are both injured. I mean, they do have Chiuameni, Kamavinga. They don't have much experience at this like tournament level, though. Mm. That's a thing. It's still a y- pretty young squad as yeah. well. I feel like you see that a lot um, in this World Cup, though. If you look at the squads, they're all... I think there is a massive transition period with a lot of national teams right now. Like all the big names are getting quite old, and all the new ones are coming through. But it's like a very young, young, inexperienced generation. Because the young ones are making a name for themselves at the moment, and the all the players, it's going to be their last World Cup. Like if you think about Ronaldo, Messi, Neuer as well. Yeah, Neuer definitely is his last one. I'm sure of it. But anyway, the rest of the group: France, Denmark, Australia, and Tunisia. I I remember playing Tunisia in the World Cup group stage oh, yeah. last England, time. Sure. They actually were pretty good. We won 2-1. Harry Kane scored the winner in the last like minute. So I do think that they'll do okay. Like I don't think they'll get lose by a lot of goals, but I don't think they'll win many games. No, I don't think they have the strength forward yeah. for that. And then, so Australia, I've put third and Tunisia fourth. Now, I've heard a lot of people debating Denmark as being an underdog to the tournament might get further than you might think. Obviously, they did that in um, the Euros. Yeah, but for me, that's they're not an underdog anymore because no. of the Euros. And 
you kind of know that obviously you don't have Brazil and Argentina in the Euros, but still in the Euros, the best countries kind of play against each other. Yeah. And Denmark did really well back then, reaching the semi-finals again yeah. in, against England. Yeah. Um, Ericsson's back. Ericsson is back. I don't think he's been playing amazingly this season so far for Man United. He did great at Brentford. Obviously, he just scored his first goal for United last week. But hopefully in the international team, he can pull some strings. I think he could do well in this tournament. I, think I he, hope it for him, he, I think he'll get a lot of assists. I don't know about goals. But then, obviously, they have other people who can get goals. And I think their defence is pretty solid at the moment. Yeah. And then, obviously, I've put France to top of the group. Yeah, no, they should win. It's it's same with England. If they don't win that group, it's embarrassing. Mm. Yeah, I think so. And then... Groupie, we've already gone through, obviously, yes, we put we're not Spain, Germany, Japan, Costa Rica, so we'll brush over that. Uh, group F, Oh, I like this group. I think this is a big group. Everything could happen in that group, that's yeah. what I think. I think it could go in any order, except for I don't think Morocco will. I think Morocco is definitely not going to make it through. Yeah, they have a couple big names. They have Hakimi, they have Hakim Ziyech, but then I don't... Their main striker, Amrit, has just gotten injured really badly in their game against Monaco. So I don't, I don't think they'll get very far in this tournament. I put Canada third. They have some good players, obviously. Alfonso Davies, Jonathan David. He's playing really well, though. They, they are both playing very well at the moment. But there's two massive names in this group in Croatia and Belgium, and I don't think Canada or Morocco will get anywhere near them. I think the Belgium-Croatia game could be very interesting. I, the thing is with Croatia, I think it's always very hit or miss. They get these really, really, really good games, but then they also play really weak another time. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I don't really know what's going to happen. thing is, I think also with Croatia, their squad's ageing. Oh, it's ageing a like, lot. I would say their best player is still Modric, and he's old. <laughs> it's going to be his last World Cup as well, guys. But we say he's old, but he's still playing incredibly well. I also think their defence might be a bit shaky because one of their starting centre-backs will be Dejan Bobrick. Yeah, I think with Croatia, they need to kind of go through a little change, get some new players up yeah, there. which might mean that they don't do very well in this tournament. I think they'll be okay. I think they'll come second. Yeah, they're, they're going to make it through the group phase, I'd say, yeah. but I don't think they're going to make it much further. Yeah, I think so. I agree with that. And then, number one, I put Belgium. Yes. They have so many good players. It just depends on whether they show up. Obviously, there's some controversy with people like Lukaku, people like Eden Hazard still being their captain, regardless of his former club level. But at the end of the day, I think international football is about your skill. Oh, and also being a captain, I don't think it's always just about how well you play. Yeah. It's about how well you know the players, how well you know the team, how well you know the coach, how you get along, and that you just have that mentality to lead a group mm -hmm. I feel like that's more important than being their best player I mean Neuer is the captain for Germany still wouldn't say he's the best player on the pitch I mean it's kind of hard to compare as he's the goalkeeper yeah um but I I think being the captain isn't always just because of your skill or whatsoever I think it's because how you lead a group and he does lead the group I'd say yeah I think so and do you think, I think when I look at Belgium's squad and when you look at the FIFA rankings, they're always ranked in like the top three teams in the world. Overrated. But I think, yeah, overrated massively. I don't know if their chemistry is good enough. I don't, I don't think their attitude's good enough sometimes. But they always seem to fall short in tournaments. I don't really know why. They never won anything, did they? No. So, I don't know, maybe this is the year they go further. They did get to the semi-finals of the last World Cup obviously they lost that to France but that's okay I think they will win this group I don't see them going much further than maybe the quarters yeah no I, I agree I don't think it's okay and then group G another big name another potential winner here a lot of people are saying Brazil to win the World Cup I personally you look at that squad there's a ridiculous amount win. of good names have you seen even just looking at their goalkeepers, they could, they have the choice between Allison and Edison. Are you joking? You go to the defence, they got people like Edda Militao. You go to their midfield, it's Paqueta. It's so many good names. You've got their forward line. You can have Jesus, Martinelli, Richarlison, Rafinha, and you haven't even spoken about the Real Madrid players, Vinicius Junior and Rodrigo. Like, what is that squad? Yeah, I, I, for me, they're the winners of the tournament. They should be. Yeah. That's Obviously, like I feel like World Cup is always 
really you never know what happens you can always predict stuff but i think um i always predict it like who's gonna win and all that i always do it with my family back home i was never right never ever i've guessed right who's gonna win the world cup Mm. last year i was like france no way 2014 germany who would have thought i wouldn't i'm not gonna lie like obviously it was amazing but the thing is so obviously fifa predict every year well every world cup they predict who's gonna win and I thought they would predict Brazil this year, but they've actually predicted Argentina. Argentina, I think it's really because um, they get it right every time. The last three tournaments, they've guessed right. Really? Yes. Well, I think it's kind of between. I'd say it's between France, um, France, Brazil, and Argentina. Yeah, I feel they like that's seem the to be three the top teams. Keep on cropping up, yeah. along with England, which I think is a very big overstatement for the team we currently have. Mm. Like. I know we have a lot of good players, but I don't think they're quite at the level to win the whole thing. They don't play well enough together. Yeah, exactly. And the manager, I don't think, is cut to me at the moment. <laughs> Bad game. But I have put Brazil top of their group. Obviously, the other teams in that group are Switzerland, Serbia and Cameroon. Now, I've heard a lot of people placing Cameroon second, but I've put them fourth. So I don't see them. They don't play in the World Cup frequently. They don't play against the big teams frequently we'll say i i think they play a lot of african teams a very frequent amount yeah but that's times. but you're not getting that experience of playing a brazil which they're gonna have to even <laughs> a switzerland obviously in the euro switzerland knocked out france like anything can happen and that result is why i put switzerland second yeah i did too it's not surprising i don't want to sound rude now but obviously the african level football yeah isn't quite as there where the european or also the brazilian one is so to be fair we've got two european teams in this group and brazil who are arguably one of the highest rated group uh teams in the world so i have put cameroon for yeah although there's a lot of controversy around that they I might think. make a few good games it might be really exciting to look at them like yeah. to watch them games and see so many exciting games but... yeah so i put switzerland second and serbia third although i think serbia could easily get second as well they've got quite a few good players they've got um vlahovic they've got mitrovic they've got milinkovic savic they've got a lot of pitches but yeah. is Jovic still playing yeah i don't know if he's in the squad but he should be but anyway. it's always the itches and tadic tadic is incredible so they could get second as well. I, I'm not really sure about that one, but I did put Switzerland. I think Gavranovic is so good. And Seferovic, Shakiri's there, Xhaka. Xhaka's on very good form right now, so I picked Switzerland. And then the final group. Group H with Portugal, Uruguay, South Korea and Ghana. Yeah, so Big Ronaldo. Big Ronaldo, his last his World last Cup as well. Um, it would be really interesting to be able to see Portugal versus Argentina in the final. Yeah, but it's not going to happen. No. In my opinion, Portugal, very overrated as well. But for me, it always was because they, if you, they, they play high-class football. You yeah. can't definitely, no doubt about that. But compared to other teams, especially this World Cup, I don't see them. They should win the group phase. I put them first. Yeah, I think so. I they'll definitely get through i could see uruguay winning the group as well i have put portugal first though but i definitely think there's something wrong with portugal's team i don't know if it's ronaldo obviously causing rifts and especially right now with his whole interviews that he's been doing yes. with piers morgan obviously there's been a little bit of like videos caught of fernandez kind of not speaking to him cancelo pushing him away i don't know if he's going to start for them he's had a stomach bubble this week hasn't been in training they did play pretty well yesterday in their friendly. I think they won five. No, I can't remember. Who did they play? I don't know. <coughs> it was like, Sorry. oh no, I think it was two or three now. Anyway, they played well. Fernandez scored twice. And it is definitely true that Bruno Fernandez plays better when he's not on the same pitch as Ronaldo. Yeah. Because he takes up a different role. He can go further forward. He doesn't have to be feeding it into Cristiano all the time. But they, I feel like that's got a lot of talent. Many people just always think Ronaldo is always going to play because obviously Ronaldo 
one of the greatest footballers. Yeah, I don't think that's undoubtable. Respect it on the team sheet. Exactly, but then obviously when he went to uh, United and mm-hmm. all that happened, now he's not playing. Yeah. He hasn't been even when everything was okay in that no, exactly. in that environment. He wasn't playing. He was benched all the time. Basically, he might have, you have to pick your players who have been match fit for a long yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, how's a coach going to decide? Oh, we're gonna take him with us to the World Cup if they don't play. Yeah. You, you don't see their form, do you? No. I could see him being subbed on for like the last like 10 minutes of the game and scoring yeah. it. Well, you know. Like in United. <laughs> yes. Well, you know what that's like. And then second, I put Uruguay. I also think their team at the moment is pretty good. You wouldn't think it, but it is. Yeah, yeah like you could list off a few names. I'll, obviously, I'm going to back Darwin Nunes as a Liverpool fan. I think he could have a pretty good tournament, I think, depending on how far they get. Yeah. Obviously, they've got like Luis Suarez, Edmonton Cavani. They've got Bentancourt from Tottenham. I think he's playing very well this season. So I've put them second. Yeah. And then I put Ghana third. And South Korea fourth. Yes. So that's the group stages over. We so, should probably hurry up a bit. We're yeah, about ages about Well, that. now we've spoken about each team, we can just like go through the fixtures and see yeah. what we think is going to happen. So if what we've predicted in the groups happens, these will be the round of 16 fixtures. So the first one would be Netherlands, USA. I think Netherlands walk through Netherlands that Netherlands will walk through that. Yeah. Then again, I remember 2013 uh, 14 World Cup, Germany played USA, they won 1-0 and it was a really late goal. Yeah. I remember that. We always we always do like intern bets with my family, everyone um, gives five euros in the pot. Well, in 2010, England drew with USA. Yeah. So, I mean, nothing's guaranteed, but I do think Netherlands just have better quality players. So I'd put Netherlands through on that one. Mm-hmm. And then the next fixture will be Argentina-Denmark. Argentina. Argentina, 100%. They just have a better squad. So, yeah, I think, well, tournament favourites, some people say, so they're definitely going to get yeah, through that. Yeah, they have to get through that, yeah. And then the next one, a rematch from the round of 16 in the Euros, is Spain-Croatia. And I remember that game being a bit of a madness because it went to penalties and so many people missed their penalties. I think it could go either way, but I think... Like we said earlier with Croatia's ageing squad, I think Spain have got that Spain one. is going to make it. Yeah, I think so. And then the next one is Brazil-Uruguay, battle of some South American countries. I think that could be a really interesting game, quite feisty. But I think Brazil come out on top every day of the week. Yeah, no, they should. They definitely should. And then the next one, England-Senegal. <laughs> when... I thought Mane was going to be able to play in this fixture. I thought, oh, it could be a bit of a problem. Now that he's not, I'm not that worried. No, you shouldn't be worried. Obviously, like, you as an England fan. I mean, I live in England now, so yeah. obviously I'm kind of rooting for England as well. Yeah. Um, a dual fan. <laughs> Germany and I'm England. a German and English fan, that's guys. That's very I hope, controversial. I hope, excuse me, I hope that's okay. Um, <laughs> no, but I think England's going to win this. Should they, that, yeah. but then their next fixture will not be so. The next fixture is France-Mexico. France. If France don't win that, it's embarrassing. Like, I'm not hating on Mexico, but France are just another level no, above them. I don't think we actually, like, we're not really hating on anyone. It's just, like, it's more, like, embarrassing because they have such a high-quality squad yeah. that they have to win that, and it's nothing against Mexico or any other team, you know. Yeah, it's, just... it's true. I think Mexican fans will probably agree as yeah. well. And then the next fixture, now this is where Germany come back into it, Belgium-Germany. It's going to be an interesting game. I think it could be pretty close, but in terms of like working together and like quality on the ball, I'd say I'd probably put Germany through that. I'd put Germany through. Yeah. Maybe I was influenced Slightly in a little bit. Yeah, I was I maybe I've podcast the last longer than three episodes. <laughs> but um, I do think, though, overall, when you look at, recent performances i don't think belgium have been as good as germany and i think people they'll be starting is like lukaku i don't see him doing much obviously they've got de bruyne van dijk in the back no no he's never there oh guys sorry (laughs) but um so i think germany will win that they should yeah no uh obviously i hope so as well i was influenced by my own opinion a little bit obviously yeah uh me too a little bit but it's okay. <coughs> uh, I put Germany through. And then the final round of 16 game is Portugal-Switzerland. Which I think, to be fair, squad-wise, maybe not evenly matched, but could cause an upset with Switzerland. But I have put Portugal. Yeah, me too. Purely because, I don't know, 
I think Portugal maybe have slightly better quality in midfield. Yeah, they should. No, um, but then I think the Switzerland <coughs> team, team morale Sorry. is better. So I don't know, but I have put through Portugal. Mm-hmm. And then going through the, to the quarterfinals, the first one's Netherlands Argentina. I just think Argentina could beat anyone that was put in front of them at this point. I'd put them through. Yeah, I'll put them through as well. I mean, obviously, with Netherlands, you never know. Obviously, first World Cup in quite a few time in nearly a decade. Um, so obviously, I'd hope for them. Obviously, it's also a neighbour country from Germany. I'd obviously yeah. hope for them to get through, but chances are not really high. Let's be straight. Um, and I think that's a definite win. For I Argentina. just think that Argentina have so much good attacking options, and I don't think that the I think the Dutch defence could cope with it centre back wise, but their full backs I don't think can do it for me. Mm-hmm. So I put Argentina through, and then the next one, Spain Brazil, could be a very high quality game. But like we said with the favourites, I'm going to put Brazil through. And kick Spain out. Yeah. Which you would I'm have happy thought. About. No, I'm happy that I don't like Spain. <laughs> okay, next fixture. I'm not happy about this one. England get France in the quarterfinals. And I'm sorry to break all of our hearts, but I put France through. Yeah. <laughs> you have to. There's no, no. Way that Harry Maguire and Eric Dyer can deal with Mbappe and Benzema right We're going to watch the game together. I won't just Oh, uh, yeah. I'm not going to be able to watch it properly. I'm going to be crying in the corner. I think so. <laughs> well, well, I will, yeah. unless we win, which we won't beat France. Don't judge me, anyone who thinks I can't be an England fan because I'm German. Um, but at the Euros, I did cry when England lost. Really? I, I did lose some tears, guys. Um, um. Well, to be fair, also because we knocked you out, you, you're probably like, oh, at least if they win, we yeah. lost to the winners. Yeah, if anyone's going to win it, then I'll, I'll obviously hope for England. I don't like France. So yeah, you've said that before. Yeah. don't like France. So, well, I put France through, unfortunately. And then Germany again, back on them. Germany versus Portugal. I think... As much as it sounds like an evenly matched game, I think Germany. I think Germany's going to win. If I remember correctly, the last fixtures against uh, against Portugal, Germany all won. Yeah. I think the they Euros. usually it's also they usually win like with a decent three nil. Mm. So I think they they definitely could it make was, it through. I think the in the Euros that was the game where you guys won like what was it like six two or something I don't know. It was a massive game, so many goals in the group stage of the Euros. So yeah. That's a huge game, and I think you should win that one. And then into the semi-finals, Argentina-Brazil. <laughs> that could go either way. Who do you think? I think Brazil. Same. How are we always the same opinion? Because we can't really have a really discussion here now, but obviously, um, because early on we said Argentina definitely, like, with Messi and all that, mm. they, they're going to make it, maybe, and we're gonna, no matter well, who you put fair, in front of them. to be fair, this fixture... Is very up in the air, but on paper, I think Brazil should win it. Yeah, but then I also think if you look at like previous results, obviously Argentina won. Um, what's it called? The Copa America. Mm-hmm. They beat Brazil in the final. So I just think I don't know. It's open, but I'm gonna go with the favourites. Yeah. So we put Brazil into the final, mm. which is very exciting. <laughs> and then the other semi final, France Germany. And guys, I'm, I'm really sorry. I feel I'm like pod- this is where we think our podcast will bow out. <laughs> <laughs> our podcast is gonna end at that point, I guess. Yeah. Um. Well, we've beaten France before. France has beaten us before. It's it's one. I think it's quite hard to predict, but I just think the French. Obviously, they have the experience. A lot of their players were in the squad that won. Then again, you know what? Um, it's been like that the past World Cups, 2014. Germany won the World Cup 2018. They, they didn't make it through well. there. They didn't make it through the group phase. And it was like that with Spain as well, wasn't it? Yeah. They won the World Cup. Although then... I'll be very shocked if France don't get out of their group. I was shocked last time when yeah, Germany true. didn't get out of their group. There so. is going to be at least one massive shock. Oh, there's going to be a massive shock. And we hope it's not Germany this time again, because yeah. we don't want to end our podcast. But we have put France into the final yes. against Brazil. And then the winners. Da, 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 da. We're going to say it on. Th- I'm sorry. I was about to say, we're going to say sorry, it on three. I can't, I can't say on three, I've already said it. I think Brazil's going to win. Yeah. I did say that before we even went through and did all the predictions. I think Brazil... It was kind of predictable. Their, though, their squad list is just too good. Yeah. And if they don't utilise the names that they have, it's just an embarrassment. But they have to win. I think that's a good point. <laughs> they just to have to win. On. No, I agree. Um, yeah. I feel like we talked about each and every country quite a bit now. Yeah. So... so 
I think we should end it on a nice little quiz nice to test little Kelly's quiz. I'm really scared. Knowledge. I'm not going to lie. My interest in football started literally with the 2014 Don't worry, I haven't done like really niche old questions. There's five questions. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Let's do it. Question one. <laughs> you definitely know the answer I'm so scared, this. guys. You definitely know the answer to this. How many times have Germany won the World Cup? <laughs> Four times. Obviously. I don't remember, obviously, 2014. 54, they won it, Yeah, I think. And I don't know the in-betweens. I'm certain there was one in the 80s, but yes, four times. That's correct. And maybe a fifth time. Maybe, hopefully. Maybe this podcast will last long. <laughs> but uh, yeah, four times most recently, obviously, in 2014. Yeah. Okay, question two. <laughs> Are you ready? Yes. Who has scored the most goals for Germany at the World Cup? In That's general, question. in general, like at the World Cup, like any World Cup, Miroslav Klose, correct. Not just for Germany in total. Yes, top yeah, goal he scorer. He is the top goal scorer of any player in history. He's amazing. He's actually coaching the team right now. Is he? He is a coach. I don't know where. I think it's. He was assistant coach somewhere in Bayern's youth at some mm-hmm. point, and he's actually coaching his own team now. It would be interesting to see him go to a big team. See how he does. It would be very done. attacking football. <laughs> Straightforward, guys. So many goals. Okay, question three. There are four Premier League players in Germany's World Cup squad for this winter. Who are they? Kai Havertz playing for Chelsea. Yeah. I'm a Chelsea fan, guys. I know that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Velak Kocak. Yeah, the Southampton defender. So happy he's in the squad. Imagine him getting picked over Hummels. Okay, there's two others. And if you need clues, I'll give you their clubs, but try and think first. Um, I think one's quite obvious and one is a bit niche. Gundogan playing for City. Yeah. The other one only moved to to the Premier League this season. What's the club? West Ham. Wait, give me me a second, give me a second. Guys... It is quite a difficult question. <laughs> so I'm just giving Kelly some clues and tell Where did he play before? Which which country? Germany, I think. Maybe France. Kera. He played yeah, no, he went from Paris to Oh, he was at PSG. Yeah, yeah he went from Paris. Okay. Yes, well done. All is that all five? No. There was four. There was four. All four. You've done it. Okay. Is that four questions now? Or that was three. Oh. Fourth question. In 2014, <laughs> Germany beat Brazil 7-1 in the semi-final. Yeah. How many goal scorers can you name? No. <laughs> I don't think I've heard any of them. You um, could probably guess a couple. Oh, my God. Literally, I don't really remember much because... It got to a point... You probably weren't even paying attention to who scored because there were so many goals. It got to a point, I think it was 4-0, between the 4-0 and 5-0, the 5-0 happened and I thought it was a recap of the 4-0. Oh, to be fair, they were very similar goals. Yeah. Okay. Um, Miller. Yeah, he scored scored. the Oh, boy. Oh, boy. (laughs) I like it that you don't know. How would I know? But Narbury's still already played for Germany. No. In twenty fourteen he was probably like fifteen years old. I'm not sorry. Even <laughs> I know. Um If you give up, let me know. One of them is very obvious for a German World Cup scorer. Closer. Yes. Oh I remember he did a front flip at mm-hmm. that with that goal. Um how many goal scores are there? Because I'm pretty sure some of them Uh yeah, so there's five. And then one Brazilian, but his name is Timothy. Oh, thank you. The Brazilian was Oscar. <laughs> and that was in the 90th minute, a bit of a consolation. It was deserved. I felt, yeah. felt really bad. No, I think I give up on that one. I literally okay. have no so idea. There was Muller, Closer, Cruz scored two. Oh. Sammy Kadira scored one. Do you say Cruz in English? Cruz. Cruz, yeah. Cruz. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Guys, it's Cruz. Cruz. <laughs> yeah, people say Tony Cruz. Cruz, that's yeah. interesting. But Cruz, um, Kadira scored one, and Andre Schurler scored two. Oh, oh I love that. That's man. a very difficult question, though. I feel like it's just 
that wasn't really in my head again. Especially because then 2018 we got a whole new squad mm. and I got familiar with them. So I was like, mm. yeah, true. Who was actually playing? Okay, question five, final question. Are you ready? Yes. In 2018, Germany received one red card for the tournament and it was against Sweden. Do you know who got sent off? I remember that red card. Mm. That's the thing. It was a defender. Yeah. Very late in the game. Didn't didn't affect the score. We still won 2-1. Kind of a big name though, isn't it? It is a big name. That's the first name of his last, of his surname. First name of his surname is B. Your face. (laughs) My face, guys. Oh my god, that's so embarrassing now. Shall I give you his initials? Yeah. His initials are JD. What? It's not Justin Bieber. It's not Justin Bieber, oh shit. (laughs) JD? Do you not know? No. It's Jerome Bertang. Oh. You forgot about Jerome Bertang? Yeah, I did. I literally didn't even know, I didn't even remember he was in the squad. He didn't play well. No. Honestly, he could have just stayed out of it anyway. No, and then he got sent off. Couldn't to be fair, if it was that. him, then it would have been him. I don't like his football. And that was his last know. appearance in the World Cup because he got sent off and then they didn't play. He wasn't allowed they to play. play in the next game and then they got knocked then, out. <laughs> oh, well. His loss. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's the end of the quiz. I'd say you got a solid three and a half out of five. Why three and a half? Well, because you got half of the scorers. Oh, three and a half. And then you got the first three. I think that's okay. Yeah, I I think that's respectable. I think some of my questions were quite niche. But I didn't do any that were... You literally said they're going to be easy. No, I said the first couple were easy. I said none of them were old. (laughs) (laughs) They all are relevant in the past, like, ten years. So it's fine. But I think you did well. Thank you. I've quite enjoyed this podcast. I I really liked it. it. Um, we're gonna do it that obviously the first Germany game against Japan is it? Yes. Is Wednesday. Yeah. We're gonna do a podcast about it on Thursday maybe, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna publish it Friday or something like that. So each Germany game we're gonna do a podcast afterwards. Yeah. I we wanted to give our prediction for the Japan game though. What we're we gonna say? Just I, name the score. I think Germany will win two nil. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. Well, there we go. Germany to beat Japan 2-0 and that that I think should be where we end the podcast. So yeah. thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, hope, guys. Hope you come back to listen to our review of the Japan game. Bye. Bye. <laughs>